Hey guys, I'm Vata. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Sip and Venture podcast where we dig into the different paths that people choose to go on in life. So in today's episode, we are talking to Megan Edgemont, who is a successful and a really talented photographer and videographer. So what started off for her as a hobby shooting concerts turned into something way bigger than she would have ever imagined. So in the midst of the chaos of COVID-19, she was able to launch her own brand, Salt Rock Studios, which is a freelance videography company. Yes, Megan shoots weddings, real estate, corporate, concerts, portraits, and various brands ranging from fitness to beverage brands and much more. Her drive, attention for detail, and sleek editing makes her stand out from the rest, and we cannot wait to see her do many more great things. We are excited to have her joining us today to talk about all the things starting your own business during this crazy time, and her tips and tricks on working for yourself. So enough talking, let's get her in here. So hello, Megan. We're so excited to have you join us today. Hi, it's great to be here. Yes, so um, I know you're in Charleston right now, living your best life, So, and you just opened up your business, so I thought it would be the perfect time to have you on our podcast. Actually, people were submitting your name um, when I put a little Instagram poll, so I was like, you're right, this is the perfect guest for us to have on today. Yeah, I know, that was really cool to hear, and it's definitely been an adventure getting here, especially during the pandemic, in the middle of all of that. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I bet. Yeah, so it's definitely kind of, it kind of honestly all came together because of the pandemic. Originally, I had plans to move out west and, like, go to California, big plans mm-hmm. out there, but then, obviously, everything kind of shut down, and so, you know, Charleston just kind of fell together. I had some clients that were kind of in the area because I went to school in South Carolina so that transition was easier than just picking up and moving across the country so yeah and it was still on the east coast I'm from Virginia and so it's still drivable and still close to home and so felt like the perfect That's place awesome. yeah felt like the perfect place for after graduation yeah I can totally see that so, do you remember your first time picking up a camera? Because I know you've been doing this for quite a few years now. Do you remember when the first time when you picked a camera was? Yeah, so I honestly, since I was younger, I would use my parents' video camera, probably when I was like six or seven, and I would film myself, like filming other people. So I'd make almost like a vlog, but it uh-huh. I was like six or seven. I didn't really know what what it was like, what it was called. But I would film myself, and then I'd go and I'd go around my house, and I'd film all my family doing like random things during the day, and kind of documenting <laughs> it. And then that's funny. So that is kind of the first thing that I remember. But then as I was growing mm-hmm. up, I was lucky enough to go to a lot of concerts. And every time I would go, I would borrow my mom's camera and be taking pictures the entire time. And at the time, mm-hmm. my mom was like, what are you doing? Like, watch the concert. I brought you here to watch the concert, not take all these pictures. And then here mm-hmm. we are, like, 10 years later, and kind of the way I started in video and photo was through concerts. And so now it's wow. kind of, like, full circle moment. Like, okay, this is – I understand now why when you were younger, you were so into this because it's kind <laughs> of your passion and turned into a career, so – 
You're like, see, mom, I told you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) it all started when I was younger. So it's cool to see how that developed into a now career and all of that. So what were some of your inspirations growing up? So, um, honestly, growing up, I didn't know a lot of videographers or photographers. It wasn't until I kind of got into high school and college that I really Mm -hmm. learned more about people who do this for a living and do this for a career. And I saw that, and I knew that I wanted to do that. So some of my biggest inspirations are Sam Coulter, Matt Como, who are two very big travel videographers and I saw them doing it and also Roy Kramer who started out with like Justin Bieber and the Chainsmokers and I saw these people doing this stuff and I was like that's so cool yeah I was like how are they doing this how are they getting to do this and make money and travel and do what they love so I started getting more into it I was reaching out to every single person I could like to shoot for free I was like can I just come to your concert and shoot for free like I just want the experience oh no <laughs> sorry something just fell <laughs> but um <laughs> no it's okay uh anyway so I uh, yeah just reaching out to everyone and doing all this work for free to uh-huh. get exposure and I guess that's kind of how it got started and really just developed from there so you started from reaching out to those people to go attend to their concerts for free and record them. Do you remember, like, what the first person who said yes Yeah, so happened to be? <laughs> it was actually the fall of my junior year of college. And uh-huh. that's when I really started getting into videography, like, to make money and doing it for real. But anyway, so I reached out. There was a festival in Charlotte called Breakaway. Yeah, Breakaway Music <gasps> Festival. No way! No way! <laughs> okay, continue. So I reached out to like 10 of the artists there, and a bunch of them kept saying, like, you know, we already have a videographer, we already have this like put in place, but thank you. And Blau, who is a music artist, got back to me, and we had a mutual friend. And so we kind of saw that connection and you know, saw that I was, like, kind of legit, like, not just someone trying to get a free foot in the door, like, free anything out of it, Uh so he responded, he was like, yep, totally, like, I'll get you a pass, and you can shoot my show tomorrow at Breakaway, so I ended up getting an artist, or I think it was either, like, an artist band or a media pass, anyway, I got a pass so that I could go in the fence, and I could take all these pictures, not just for his show, but for every single artist, up until the very end, like, with the bigger artists, because they're more secure. But anyway, so I got to shoot the entire day of artists um, because of that one pass. And so after doing that, I was like, wow, like, this is awesome. You were like, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, do this. I am in, this is it. And so because of that one chance, I reached out to the Senate Music Venue, which is in Columbia. Columbia, yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah, yeah. I had an internship with them, and so I was shooting. It was unpaid, but I was getting to shoot all these music artists because of that. And Uh so from that, that's actually how I got my first paid gig. Yeah, what was your first paid gig? So because of the free work I was doing at the Senate, 
a, one of the paid videographers for an artist fell through and so they needed someone to film and I, I honestly had no idea I was getting paid at first I just saw the opportunity and I jumped at it I was like yes I want to do this I got to go backstage yeah mm -hmm. and like actually meet the artist and put together this video for GTA and Beatbox which they put on this whole mm -hmm. college tour that it was the same fall of my junior year so I did that and worked so hard on this video and I sent it over and the guy was like this is awesome here's what we can give you like you deserve a lot more but this is what we have and I was like mind blown so excited about it because I didn't expect anything I was just like oh, I just that was in college right yeah. yeah this was in college so that <clears throat> happens and it got me really pumped about the idea and you know I saw potential that maybe this could be a career so that was pretty exciting that's so exciting that's awesome. so seeing so you went to USC obviously what did you study at USC did you study media arts so I studied visual communications and then I minored in media arts you studied visual communications I studied visual communications <laughs> really I never saw you in any of yeah, my classes. Yeah, I didn't either. That's funny because it's a That's pretty crazy. small group of people. Yes. Did you have like a whole portfolio to do and everything? I did. Jeff Farrand and all the... Yes, I actually went abroad the with professors. <laughs> yes. So oh, my, oh, my God. Yeah, so, so I got to use a lot of my outside work in those classes as well. So it kind of all merged together and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's, That's so awesome. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. So, you know, while while you were in college, is that kind of when you were considering, you know what, this is something I actually could do as a career? Or did you start thinking about that a little earlier? Did the classes kind of have an impact on that? Yes. So definitely it was later in college that I realized I could do it as a career because I switched my major like three times, one of those being into a science, exercise science, which has nothing to do with any of this. So that's what I was. Really? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So I switched <laughs> that's hilarious. out of the journalism that's school so and then back into the journalism school. And as soon as I found out that there was a major that was photo and video, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. This is what I want to do. <clears throat> and mm -hmm. from, I guess, kind of from an early age, I knew, like, I would say beginning of college, not early age, but early college, I knew that I didn't want to work for anyone. Like, I've had so mm -hmm. many jobs, and I'm just, like, I just want to be my own boss. Like, I want to make my own yes. hours. I want to be able to do what I love. So it wasn't a matter yes. of, like, <laughs> what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do videography, photography, like, be a creative person but make a living out of it. And so it was really figuring out how to do that. And I think, mm -hmm. honestly, the pandemic was kind of a blessing in disguise because... At the very beginning of it, of this year, is kind of when I founded Salt Rock Studios and put that together. And then because of the time I had to sit down in quarantine and really put all this stuff together and start a business, it kind of launched in that time period. Look mm -hmm. at you. Yeah, so I definitely used it to my advantage, but... It so when was that turning point when you realized, you know what, like... I can work completely for myself full time and you can make a living out of it. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think because starting senior year, I wasn't applying to any jobs. Like 
even going like in the beginning of this year I wasn't applying to jobs I knew exactly what I wanted to do so mm-hmm. I honestly like the money was there but it was coming slower than I like it wasn't like I was diving into this with a ton of money like jumping into it knowing that I can make a living out of this I kind of created yeah. a living out of it I don't know if that makes sense, uh-huh. but kind of like yeah, it I does. knew that I didn't want to work for anyone, so I was gonna make it work no matter what. And so I was reaching mm-hmm. out to everyone. I started doing weddings. Like I started picking up work where I could find it. I found some clients in Virginia when I was living at home, and now transitioning to a new city. I'm doing the same thing. It's the same process, you know, reaching out to new people. You have to really put yourself out there. Because there are so many people trying to do this. There are so many people trying to make it, trying to do what they love. And one of the things that people don't realize sometimes is that you really have to put yourself out there. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. someone else is going to do it before you. And someone else is going to take the opportunity when <clears throat> it, w- it would have been there for you. But since you didn't reach out, you didn't get it. Like people. Yeah. yeah so I really, I learned that through reaching out with concerts that's kind of how it started and then reaching out to really anyone who I saw could use photo or video content and and then you start to build a network and that's when you can kind of relax a little bit but you still should be Mm -hmm. doing reach outs but you have people almost doing them for you now so in the beginning it's really Mm -hmm. you just gotta give it everything and push through it all and know that it's okay to like fall back as long as you get back up and keep moving forward so when you're reaching out to these clients do you like how do you find them and do you mostly just use instagram or do you like dm them or so some i do instagram i'll just dm them or some i'll email so i'll go like i don't know on a company's website and find their email and email them Mm -hmm. and kind of it's almost kind of like cold calling but you're just emailing them and you know offering your services setting my website setting my Mm -hmm. portfolio and so once you do all this free work then you have a portfolio that you can then show other clients so that was kind of my starting point is once I had all this work that I did for free that's when you can kind of, I felt comfortable then setting the yeah, price. Yeah, you can kind of like put up, right. and you can put kind of like a put up portfolio to show them. So how did you market yourself to get those like paid video gigs or photography? Um, did you already build a website or how did all that, how did you get all that work? So as far as websites, through my major, it was required that we had a website and learned how to build websites. Right. So I used that. Yeah, has come for the win but I used that and I kind of I used it to my advantage and I built my personal website Mm -hmm. with that and so I had the website built and so I started to pay to put out ads and that kind of okay yeah so definitely a lot of investing in yourself which I've learned Mm -hmm. because like you're it's scary at first. Like, I had sleepless nights because I was putting so much money into advertising and I wasn't seeing returns. But then as soon as mm-hmm. you get that one return and it, like, all that anxiety goes away, like, all that stress is gone and you can kind of breathe and know that this is worth it. This is what it feels like to invest in yourself and see returns. 
Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Did you wow. do like Facebook ads or? Yeah, I was doing Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads. Mm-hmm. I was doing everything. Um, and I look at you. Yeah, I was pouring everything into this because I was. I wanted it to happen you so bad. You knew you wanted to make it. Yeah, I yeah. knew I so wanted to make knew it. You wanted to make I, it a career. <laughs> I know. I and you knew you didn't want to work for yourself. Yeah. Knew that I did want to work for myself, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Didn't work, you want to work yeah. for anyone else. Yeah, so I knew, I knew all yes. of that. And so I was really pushing everything and putting everything into this to make sure it happens. That's amazing. So, yeah, so yeah. obviously you, you know, created Salt Rock Studios. Um, so when did you officially decide to put a name to your freelance work. I know you said around quarantine, but, like, was it still a long process till, like, it was officially, like, up and running, you know? Yeah, so I actually... What happened? Yeah, what was the turning point? (laughs) So I started out when I was a junior in college. I came up with this page, Edge Media. My last name is Edgemond, so I kind of put a spin on it, like, Edge Media. Oh, cool. Just as a place Mm -hmm. to put all my work, because I didn't want to flood my personal Instagram with, like, all these pictures of other people it was cool to put a few but I wanted a page where I could really dedicate all of the photography and videography that I was doing so I had that for Mm -hmm. a year and a half I guess and so I started thinking like I kind of want a new brand that I can really like set up and found this as a career rather than just a hobby like edge media I feel like was more of a page that I could just put my work. I was doing it for free. Like, it wasn't really anything. And then in January of this year, I have a little notebook that I write, just jot down random things. I use it every day. And I was writing down all these words that I could potentially use for a new name. And I had, like, some that related to weddings but I knew that I didn't want to just do weddings and so I wrote down the word salt and I really liked it for some reason like I felt like it kind of resonated with me and it was kind of weird how the name came because it doesn't really it didn't really represent anything at first like salt rock it just kind of came to me which is weird like it didn't really have like a deep deep meaning when I first Mm-hmm. created it but mm-hmm. now that it's been a few months and it's kind of developed into a brand I don't know it was more of kind of a spur of the moment like I just liked it Salt Rock Studios and yeah it, and it flows nicely and I thought that it could represent not just one area of videography and I could kind of expand off of it since I am still kind of figuring out my niche in this industry I just thought it could relate so to speaking different things. of yeah, so speaking of niche, um, what types of product, projects and photos and videos do you do most for Salt Rock Studios? What do you offer? So originally I started out doing weddings. Obviously concerts mm-hmm. aren't happening right now, so I kind of had to drift away from that. But weddings were primarily what I was doing, and now I'm transitioning more into corporate work so I've done a lot of videos for like sports training centers and fitness centers and now I'm working on some other projects I saw Mm -hmm. yeah that I can't talk about yet but I'm working on some other projects with (laughs) a few other companies and so I'm really looking to get more into the advertising space so whether it's advertising Mm -hmm. for bigger companies like dream company to work for would be like Lululemon or Nike 
or one of those big clothing companies and putting together some ads and getting to travel to a bunch of cool places to film those Mm -hmm. like it's always been a goal of mine to get to get paid to travel and film and so oh my god yeah yeah yes yeah and so you gotta like get to tie in those both of those passions exactly and so getting Mm -hmm. to work with these amazing companies combined with travel like that is one of the my ultimate goals I think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nice so what was would you say is one of your most um proud or favorite projects that you've worked on So I would say it's actually a recent one that I did with one of my cousins and her friend to bring awareness to social justice issues. And it was this big dance production that they choreographed and had me come in and film. And we filmed over two days and three locations. It was one of the biggest projects that I've done so far. Completely, completely unpaid though. Like I didn't want to get paid for this. I felt like there was a bigger message to be heard that was bigger than just myself or my brand. And so we mm-hmm. filmed this video mm-hmm. and it got way more views than I ever thought it would. Like we did it hoping to get 100. We would have been happy with 100, 200. It ended up blowing up in four days, getting 10,000. And wow. a, news, a local news station actually picked it up and we got to go and talk on the news station like they did an interview with all three of us and we just got to talk about the project and why it was important and why it mattered and so it was really cool to see something that you know we put together over months and didn't really we weren't really asking for a lot from it but it was cool to see the reach that it could have just from we filmed it in a pretty small town in North Carolina like it wasn't yeah it, it wasn't anything that we expected would like blow up this much but it was awesome to be be able to use my skills and combine it with my cousin and her friend's skills of choreography choreographing Mm -hmm. choreographing dance and use those together to bring awareness about a bigger purpose than just ourselves and so that was pretty cool to see that's really cool so at salt rock studios is it just you currently or do you have employees it's just me. Can you hire? <laughs> yeah, it's you? just me right now. I, I love it. Yeah, I think that it'll probably stay that way for a few years. And potentially, if I start working on, you know, bigger projects, getting hired for much bigger productions, I would take my time and, you know, find people that I worked well together with and build a bigger team. But for now, I think I'm just going to keep it as myself. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Yeah. I also want to know, because I know you said your passion kind of started with the whole festival thing and filming concerts, and mm-hmm. now you've obviously, because of COVID, you started picking up different projects like weddings and corporate work. Um, would you say travel, and you said some of your inspirations were also travel videographers, would you still stay, say that your goal for Salt Rock Studios is to be more of like a travel type of videographer or yeah what do you what do you expect I kind of- uh, once all this pandemic is over <laughs> I would love to get back into traveling and back into filming for brands and really making my brands kind of have an image of okay like we travel we film all these cool videos for all these big brands like that is I guess the ultimate goal 
whereas right now it's more local and so using mm-hmm. my work that I do do that I do locally and using that to expand to a broader audience and just making more of more of that work related to travel and getting to travel with absolutely. it absolutely We'll definitely use that social media to network and get your connections and get your work out there. And I'm yes. sure you're going to be traveling all over. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so why Charleston? I know I know. you said you were from Virginia and then you went to USC. So was it just kind of, you know, close by or? Yeah. So when I, I first, <laughs> yeah. So at first when I was just kind of booking weddings, I looked at it as an opportunity. You know, this is a big city where people come to get married. And I knew Mm, because of all this, I kind of wanted to stay closer to home while it's still like an eight-hour drive. But it's a lot closer than where other places that I was looking, like California and all the way across the country. So I saw this as a place that was by the beach, which I loved and still relatively close to Columbia because I have a network there. I still have a network in Virginia that I actually am traveling once a month back to Virginia to film there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a city that works to be able to do both of those things but also find work here. And again, it's by the beach, which I've always wanted to live by the beach. And so... <laughs> oh my God, me too. Yeah. Yes. And it's warm and it feels... Being in South Carolina for the past four years for college, the state feels like a second home to me now. And so it just mm-hmm. was familiar. And, yeah, for sure. And a good step in the right direction. Would you say California is still one of your goals? Yeah. I it's been a dream of mine forever to move out west and me too and so, so yeah. if you want to be roommates if you oh, guys yeah. want to be all roommates <laughs> let's get it yeah it's been a dream of mine for so long and so I think you know as I've gotten older I've realized that you know it's a real world it's expensive you have to know what you're doing before you go out there or you're gonna get torn apart so I think that the next year or two or a few years being here will let me build up my brands and kind of create an image, build up my social medias, bring more awareness, which will allow me to take work kind of in any city. If I'm traveling for work, I can, again, live kind of anywhere. And so using mm-hmm. the next few years to, to build up this brand so I can live wherever I want. Not that I can't do that now, but it's just a big step to go across the country so absolutely I understand Mm -hmm. so I know you kind of touched on it but what would you say is your hope for Salt Rock Studios and your goal so uh, I have I write down my goals every single day which is something that is part of my morning routine but one of my biggest goals is to be able to more selectively choose my work so right now I'm kind of accepting everything but I would love to be able Mm -hmm. to do like 10 weddings a year and really pick out those weddings that I feel I could best tell their story and then have other clients that Mm -hmm. I'm getting to travel with and so kind of have a wider you know I guess I'd be like so two years from now I'd love to be able to like choose those weddings and then choose other client work but then it like five years down the road I'd you know I'd love to just be able to do commercial work and really get to travel and 
do fewer projects but bigger projects so I'm able to Mm -hmm. focus Mm -hmm. more on the quality of you know like not not yeah yeah. the quality of my work not something new every single week but really getting to sit down and develop a project and work with a team on it because right now Sol Rock Studios is just me and so really getting to collaborate with other creators down the line is something mm-hmm. that I I'm excited to do and I look forward to when that can happen would you awesome. say there's any quote or mantra that you live by yeah so actually my dad always tells me just keep walking and so that's something that I always you know tell myself we always talk about it and I just feel like it really resonates with me because I that's what I'm doing I have no idea where I'll be a year from now but you have to be willing Mm -hmm. to take those first steps because if you don't you're never going to get there and so Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you never know what opportunities are going to come your way if you just take that chance and so you just got to keep pushing forward and things will opportunities will arise and you just need to understand that if you work hard you're going to make it happen and so I think that yeah just keep walking is just keep walking yeah I love that I love that so I know you said you have no idea where you're going to be in a year but what would you say like broadly where would you want to see yourself in the next five years in the next five years I would I would love to be doing more brand work that's something mm-hmm. that I'm really trying to get into, and I love to be able to live out west <laughs> in five years from now, and you know, have a group, surround myself with a group of creative people. That's always something that I strive to do because I believe that you are the people that you're surrounded with, and so if you're surrounded with creative I mean, people, I believe that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just you want to surround yourself with people who inspire you, who you want to be like, and so really developing that kind of core group of friends and being able to learn off of each other and that kind of thing and even do projects together and so I think you know in five years I'd want to have a lot of big larger scaled projects and Mm -hmm. that kind of that kind of thing that's awesome so what advice would you have for someone who maybe wants to start a career in photography or videography or both? Mm-hmm. I would say YouTube is your best friend. <laughs> I learned <laughs> how, like most of what I know about cameras, about videography from YouTube and free, lots of free resources. I would say, honestly, pick up a camera and do it. <laughs> do free work because you can't you can't just start and ask to get paid like you have to be Mm -hmm. willing to do it for free and don't forget why you started when you do start making money because that passion is kind of what drives me and you never want to lose that passion because that's how that's where your creativity comes from and so yeah so for anyone wanting to start when you do work for yourself yeah because when you do work for yourself you're the one who's motivating you you don't have a boss who's after and telling you like hey don't forget this like you're the one who needs to push yourself and be like hey I need to do this yeah. so definitely like I love that you said like you have to keep remembering what, why you started like why you have this passion because that's what will keep you going because when you work for yourself you're right you have to go look out for those projects yourself sometimes mm-hmm. it's not like you're gonna sit there and they're gonna come at you I mean sometimes 
but sometimes you're gonna have to like you did like put ads or reach out to people and dm and i feel like a lot of people don't realize that Mm -hmm. so i'm really glad you like mentioned that whole thing yeah yeah it's like no one no one's telling you what to do and so you kind of have Mm -hmm. to be very self-motivated because you can Mm -hmm. like not do anything all day and say you run your own company but you're not going to get anywhere or you can wake up early every single day, stay up late working, like, and really get somewhere with a brand that you started yourself. So it's all about the work that you put into it. Awesome. Yeah. That's so true. Sure. And just keep walking. I'm going to remember yeah. that. So I know. <laughs> yes. I know. My dad really has a way with words. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So where can people find you if they want to check out some of your work? Maybe if they want to get a video done. Um, or if they have any advice. So my... Plug your socials. <laughs> questions. My Instagram is saltrock.studios, S-A-L-T-R-O-C-K dot studios. And then my website is saltrock-studios. And my website will have a link to contact me. You can view some of my work, but then my Instagram is more frequently updated. And you can just shoot me a DM if you have any questions or want to work together. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Megan, for joining us. Um, I'm yeah, super excited to so see much. where Salt Rock Studios takes you. And I'm sure we'll see you out in the West traveling the world and <laughs> yes, filming for, for sure. whatever you want. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me. It was awesome. I am so glad we got to have Megan on with us. I actually met her through one of my good friends, Matt, who's a photographer and a videographer. I think he was our episode two for Sip Adventure, actually. And wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> right? And it's been like, what, this is the 25th episode, which is crazy. We've come along so far. So I remember Mm -hmm. first time I would always, first time I saw Megan was through Matt's Instagram stories. And I checked her page out before, but I met her for the first time at Matt's birthday dinner. And I talked to her and we both had very similar aspirations into moving to West. And I really connected with her. So we followed each other on Instagram and we kept staying in touch and I just saw her work and I was really impressed that she was able to launch her business, Salt Rock Studios, in the midst of all this craziness. Um, I really respect her and I know she's going to do great things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like you said, especially it takes a lot out of a person to start a business, let alone in the times that we're in now. So that just really yeah. shows how motivated she is and just very persistent to like go after what she wants which I really respect so it's definitely somebody to look up to and I'm so happy we had her on here today. yeah me too total girl boss so if you guys would like to check out some of Megan's work or reach out to her um, make sure you guys check out her Instagram page which is at saltrock.studios or check out her website which is www.saltrock-studios.com so I hope you guys enjoyed watching listening to today's episode i wish you could watch it with us but thank you guys so much for tuning in as always and we love you guys all so much and we are so excited to see you again next tuesday